BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022 by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Ophthalmologist Dr. Strauss has seen firsthand how the metaverse is helping surgeons practice the procedures to treat cataracts. Cataracts are the primary cause of avoidable blindness. He works with a virtual reality training platform developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International to help surgeons develop the muscle memory they need. The result? More confident, capable surgeons. And even more importantly... Patients who can see. Explore more stories like Dr. Strauss's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. The following podcast is a Dear Media production. I think that we are doing a lot of too much. There's too many lasers. There's too, like, there's just too much. And I think people are overdoing it. And I think people are damaging their skin. Hey guys, welcome to Breaking Beauty, the podcast all about the best-selling beauty products and the damn good stories behind them. We're your hosts, Carlene Higgins and Jill Dunn. Welcome back to Breaking Beauty Podcast, everyone. I'm Jill Dunn. And I'm Carlene Higgins. Hey, Carlene. Hi, girl. So we're still pumping out this Los Angeles content. Oh, content. That's a very, <laughs> that's a very insider word. Yes. Um, yeah, we sat down with a lot of really cool people. Mm-hmm. And what kind of editors would we be if we didn't sit down with a Hollywood facialist? I, I mean, know. come on. That was our first stop. Oh, yeah. And we went to our guest today's brand new studio, and that's Shawnee Darden. Mm-hmm. And she has the slickest spot ever tucked away in Beverly Hills. We're really all about, you know, uncovering the breakthrough people, products and moments in beauty. And I think Shawnee is one of those breakthrough people right now. Yeah, she is capturing all the headlines. Mm -hmm. She's in Harper's Bazaar right now. Mm -hmm. She's in the the cut. cut. Mm -hmm. Everyone wants to know what her magic is all about. Yeah. Her tagline, sorry to interrupt you, is like she's always noted as Hollywood's favorite esthetician. Right. So we needed to know her secrets. Yeah, absolutely. Jessica Alba, she has been working with her for a long time. They're also friends. And I know at one point, Shawnee was working out of like a room in Jessica Alba's like mansion in the yes. back or something like that. But she also works with Chrissy Teigen and lots more. Yeah. So I noticed the other day, fun fact, I was checking out Jennifer Aniston's Instagram. Of course, she just joined, like basically broke the internet. I think she almost has 20 million followers than in like less than a month. Mm-hmm. But of the people that Jennifer Aniston is following, there's mm-hmm. only 179 of them. Okay. Shawnee Darden, our guest today, is one of the people that Jen Aniston is following. So that's not sure if that's Jen is one of her clients, but um, maybe. We don't know. And why did Jen join now? Oh, I'm actually... Because she has a show to promote. Oh, okay. (laughs) The Morning Show with Reese Witherspoon on Apple TV. Okay. I haven't seen it yet, but it's all, it's been everywhere. Remember when Jen Aniston and Reese were on Friends together? Like she, Reese Witherspoon played her younger sister. (gasps) Oh my gosh, you just gave me the warmest little flashback. Yeah, yeah. 
So she was the little sister green and she was such That's a like brat. Hilarious. So they're kind of reunited and I can't wait to check it out. I love it. I mm-hmm. want to check it out too. Mm-hmm. So when we were in Shawnee Darden's day spa, it was very zen. It's all like bleached wood and, you know, there was like a little trickling waterfall when you came in. Very zen, very yeah. tucked away. Down the street, there's like the Striker Sisters. I think it's like a little beauty hotspot in Beverly Hills, that street. Yeah, for sure. She was even saying that you know, when we walked in, I was like, oh my God, it smells so good in here. And she was like, yeah, I developed my own line of candles because I was spending a fortune on candles (laughs) to make my space smell amazing. And she's like, so I developed my own. And it was like ambery and just like, you felt like you were at home. Amazing. Yeah. That's a good holiday gift idea, Shawnee. Mm -hmm. We recommend giving those (laughs) to all your clients. Exactly. Um, And us as well. Um, But Shawnee started out as a model and she, I, I know when we were doing our background research, people kept saying that she was a dancer mm-hmm. because she was in music videos. Yes. And so we chatted with her about that off the mic and she was like, I'm actually not a dancer. I cannot dance at all. <laughs> but it's one of those things that like once it's out there on the internet, it just gets recirculated. So yes. you heard it here for the record. She was a model pretending to be a dancer, yes. not literally a yeah. dancer. Yeah. In hip hop videos back mm-hmm. in the day, just because she was so gorgeous, she was cast in a lot of videos. Um, but she trained transitioned out of that and began her career as a licensed esthetician. And she worked alongside dermatologist Dr. Irma Benitez before she struck out on her own. And she's also worked at a lot of high-end spas in Los Angeles too, like Canara Skincare Clinic. I know that's a really big one in the spa at the Sofitel Hotel. Mm-hmm. One of the things that I respect about Shawnee, I think drawing on that experience working at a derms office is that she doesn't seem to really go in for a lot of like skin treatment trends uh, when it comes to getting her clients ready for red carpet events. Mm-hmm. She kind of stays with a few tried and true treatments that just really work. Yeah, And I respect that. Like that's like a derms approach as well. They're they're going to hit you with that retinol, vitamin C, the salicylic acid. It's like just those things that they know work. And I feel like that's kind of Shawnee's approach. So yeah. she really talks to us in this episode about what the trio of things are that she just uses consistently to maintain the red carpet ready faces. Yeah. She, when she worked alongside a dermatologist, she was often dealing with very serious skincare conditions. So these treatments she was doing were almost like prescribed by the dermatologist, you know, so mm-hmm. it wasn't like they were just for, they were very results oriented. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. And I think that's a valid point because Mm -hmm. in this day and age, people are starting to ask, you know, how effective are facials? Mm -hmm. What do they do really? Mm -hmm. And there's no one who loves a facial massage as much as I do, but is it really giving me lasting results that are even going to, that are even going to take me through the week, never even mind the month? Right. So I think that's the thing you go to Shawnee. It's like you're getting these extra treatments. They're having a physiological effect on your skin. So let's talk about what those three treatments are. Mm -hmm. We just wanted to go into a bit more detail. She mentions a lot LED therapy, which is short for light emitting diode. And that uses different wavelengths of colored light to treat different skin conditions. In short, the blue wavelengths of light often treat acne and bacteria that's underneath the skin. So your skin will be clearer. And another big one that's used is red LED light. And that's known to calm inflammation and often get to the source of wrinkles 
and um, build up collagen and promote skin health from mm-hmm. within. So those are two big ones. Yeah. But the biggest difference between LEDs and lasers is LEDs don't really address resurfacing. Yeah. So lasers, on the other hand, they're great for acne scars. Mm-hmm. They're great for wrinkles, just like mottled skin and texture. Sun damage. And, yeah. and sun damage. So there are two different kinds. So one of them is more intense than the other. So there's ablative and non-ablative. So ablative ones, they're often referred to as like the CO2 laser. It's basically where you don't want to show up in public for a week. Yeah. It's fully resurfacing your skin. Yeah. I've seen friends who have done it Mm -hmm. and visually it's like Mm -hmm. there's scabs on their face afterwards. Mm -hmm. It can look pretty intense, pretty intense, but you're going to get that dramatic result after boom, one shot. Right. Yeah. The non-ablative. So you can take it away. And then the non-ablative is it's only really touching on that outer surface of the skin. It's Mm -hmm. not going deep down into the tissues. Right. So with that one, there's minimal downtime, but you might need six to eight sessions for really visible results. Yeah. And then just quickly, the third treatment that you'll hear Shawnee talking about is is the microcurrent. Mm -hmm. So microcurrents address sagging. Mm -hmm. And so they help with tightness. Again, that's something that LED and lasers aren't going to do. That's why there's this trifecta because they all do different things. That's right. And microcurrents, again, like they're very tried and true. They have been around like since the 80s, the FDA approved microcurrents as a muscle stimulator to treat Bell's palsy and muscle paralysis. Mm -hmm. So she calls them, it's like doing exercises for your face. Right. So she's going to name drop some of those in the episode. So stay tuned to hear about that. And don't worry if you're driving, we're going to write all of this on our blog at breakingbeautypodcast.com. She's name dropping all the things you can do at home. Yes. Like you go into her space mm-hmm. and of course there's a retail wall. There's a, you can buy the Shawnee Darden products mm-hmm. that she she makes her and manufactures herself. But on the top shelf, it's like at home microcurrents, mm-hmm. at home LED. Mm-hmm. And so, and she's like very vocal about that on her Instagram too. Yeah. And I think yeah. it's that low level constant maintenance. That's really the secret to flawless, good celebrity skin. When people are like, she doesn't look like she's had any work done. That's because they're constantly going in for these little check-in appointments with people like Shawnee. Yeah. Rather than once every five years going in and getting their face blasted off. It's like the micro maintenance, you know, you keep it up. Yeah. But those things are expensive. Mm -hmm. So we did ask Shawnee to talk about some of the products Mm -hmm. she uses at home. So she's going to talk about her skincare routine. She's going to talk about her favorites for women of color. She's going to talk about a new gem she discovered for keratosis pilaris. So that's those little tiny bumps on the arms. They're so hard to treat. And even a DIY skincare hack that you can find around the house. So that's like practically free. Yeah. And most of all, Shawnee is very well known for being a huge retinol fan. And she has her hero product, which is the Shawnee Darden Retinol Reform. You and I both tried it. And um, I was just looking up the usage because I could tolerate it every single day. I think sensitive skin skin types, maybe once a week, you want to tiptoe into that. But people like me who love a retinol, my favorite thing about it is on the ingredients list, retinol is the second ingredient. Mm -hmm. But she also has niacinamide in there, which is really great to keep that barrier intact. And she has lactic acid. So if Mm -hmm. you um, like to keep your pores clear and your skin clear and like free of wrinkles, it's a really good option. Yeah. But it's like a hundred bucks. It's funny because I was like, ooh, instant tingling with that one. And Jill was (laughs) like, I felt nothing. So anyway, different strokes for different Totally. But we all know retinol is king. And Mm -hmm. on that note, let's get on to our interview with Hollywood's queen of the clear complexions, Shawnee Darden. 
Let's take a quick break to hear about one of our show partners, Head & Shoulders. Jill, you're having a great hair day today, I must say. Why, thank you for saying that. It means a lot. I just had a bit of a hair faux pas happen recently. Oh no, what happened? True story. I was at a beauty event. There was a hairdresser there. She's chatting me up about this like trendy new hair mask. And then kind of out of nowhere, just comments on the fact that I have a flaky scalp. Oh dear. (laughs) I feel like she had your back though. There were good intentions there, even though I still wanted to like get out of there immediately. So sometimes that does happen to me. I get flaky scalp if I let my hair air dry or right after I color my hair. I'm just sensitive that way. Yeah. So then what do you do? So I put my hair in a ponytail. I hightailed it out of there and I went directly home to wash my hair because it was the middle of the day on a Tuesday and I can do that as a freelancer. Hell yeah. Um, So I went back to a staple for managing my flakes and dandruff and that is of course head and shoulders, which is completely nostalgic for me because We always had it in my shower growing up. Yeah, me too. But they've totally had a glow up recently. Yeah. So I use the Smooth and Silky Collection. It has skin-inspired scalp benefits that create a healthy foundation for hair to grow, but it still works really well to get rid of flakes and dandruff. And it's totally color safe. Yeah, that's important for us (laughs) who go to the salon once a month. Yeah. I tried it too. The conditioner is now infused with more moisturizers than it's ever had before. So that's great for scalp care. But also I was seriously impressed with how silky and soft my hair felt and there was no frizz. Amazing. You know, I love a great drugstore buy and this is definitely one of them. So take your skin routine to the next level today by getting your own collection at headandshoulders.com. We will link to it in our show notes. That's Head and Shoulders. And now back to today's episode. So do you work with famous faces? Are you allowed to say any names? I hate saying the names. Mm. So I don't usually, you could ask me and and Mm. I could say yes or no, but I just don't really like to talk about them. I mean, obviously everybody knows Jessica Alba. Yes. um, Who's one of my best friends now, but that's how I met her. I've been seeing her for years, Mm. Um, but there's a lot of them. Beyonce at Coachella? I wouldn't say that. Oh, okay. Say that. okay. Fake news, Jill. Okay. Fake beauty news. <laughs> ah. I don't think you could ever tell that secret if it was true. Okay. Right? Yeah. I, yeah. yeah. I'm picking up what you're putting down. I would got it. Truth. Okay. And so you mentioned Jessica Alba and you do the honest company facial yeah. here. We're in your new studio. Mm-hmm. And this is the only place where you can get it. Yes. Right? Yes. So how did that come about? We've just, you know, since we've been you know, kind of doing this for a while now. And she came out with her products and I think it's really great. People want clean now. And it just was made sense. Yeah. Mm. What does it entail? What is an honest facial? You just get really real and you're like, your pores are horrible. (laughs) So it's it's, real talk. It's all the same, but it's just all clean products. So a lot of people just want to have everything completely clean. And her brand is that. And then also it's also pregnancy safe. Yeah. My facials are for people that are pregnant too. They really want something, you know, as clean as possible. I want to get this backstory because I know you said you had a space in your house before, but did you also used to work in Jessica Alba's house or for a time? (laughs) So funny. In like her guest house or something? So funny. So I worked at a spa. I was leaving the spa and I didn't know where I was going to go. And we weren't even like, we were friends, but like, it wasn't like, 
that we were best friends at that point. And she was like, oh, I'm staying in a rental home and there's a back, like there's a, like an office. And she was like, I want you to just set up there. And I was like, oh my God, really? How convenient for her. It was, (laughs) right. But it was just so, first of all, it's so nice and so awesome, but also like she didn't, really know me. Mm-hmm, so it yeah. was just like to take a chance with me. Like I'm, and I was like, so I just bring my clients there. And she was like, yeah, there's a separate door. It's fine. Wow. So I was there for kind of a while. It was sort of crazy. Yeah. And I had my whole setup there and she didn't care at all. And then finally I moved and I went to a doctor's office and that was my last place before I moved. I started doing it out in the back of my house. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. But yeah, let's talk like back up a little bit and just like how you started working in like germs offices and how you sort of got your skincare training. I lucked out when I was working at one of the spas, the girls there had a few of them had worked for this one dermatologist and they were like, this is the best thing that could ever happen for you is go work for her. And she trusted them. And I started working for her right out of school. So I think for sure that that's that's where I got all my training because mm-hmm. you just see so much. You see people with really bad acne and rashes and you work with really strong peels. So I got to see it all. And so by the time that I went on my own, I sort of just, I had it as far as that. Mm-hmm. Right. So the derm would like diagnose them or say you have psoriasis, you have eczema or whatever, right. and then prescribe a treatment and you would right. do so it. I would give them a facial and mm-hmm. then she would come in at the end and say, okay, we're going to switch this medication or this, whatever you need to do. So, and also you saw those same people, it was covered under insurance. So you saw them sometimes weekly. Right. So you really, you knew what they were going through. So it was pretty amazing. I wish there were more places like that because it was awesome. That's kind of like a very unique setup. Is that where you got introduced to retinol or retinol? Yes. (laughs) So that's when I fell in love with retinol. I, I worked with a couple of women there that I... I shouldn't even say, but I bet you they were maybe early 60s. And I got to see how amazing their skin, you know, what they had been on Retin-A forever. Mm -hmm. And they just had the most perfect skin ever. Like it was the clearest wrinkle-free skin. And I was like, I'm obsessed. Yeah. And that was kind of it for me. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And then also what it does for acne, because a lot of these people start using retinol for acne. And then Mm -hmm. now what we've seen what it does for anti-aging. Yeah. So So you really can use it ongoingly. Yes. And if you're on a prescription retinol and your skin can handle it, be on a prescription retinol forever. I mean, mm-hmm. I would be. I mean, your skin is definitely more sensitive, but for me, I would rather do that than mm-hmm. filler and Botox if that was, you know, that's, yeah. that's my feeling on it. But So we're sitting in your treatment room right now. I want to touch everything. <laughs> We've got a light stem over here. Yep. For acne, it says. Yep. We've got an herb tower behind Carlene. I don't know what that does. This thing looks like it belongs on Star Trek. That's an oxygen (laughs) dome. That helps to regenerate your cells. That's one of my favorite things ever. Really? Uh What do you do? You put the thing on top of your face? Usually you do like a nice mask and then that goes over you. And I mean, it's super relaxing. So you fall asleep. So oxygen facials are still a thing. Yeah. So you can use that or you can also use the wand, but we typically Mm -hmm. use that because you can use the mask as well. Okay. Mm -hmm. And then... LED light, I'm very big on. It's yes. so important. And then we do a lot of microcurrent. Mm-hmm. Okay. Interesting. Do you do like the red light, the blue light? So that machine has red and blue light. Okay. So it's for acne and for anti-aging all in one. Okay. And I think I've heard about green lately. Is there a green, green light? Green is for um, pigmentation. Okay. But typically 
I feel like red and blue is all you you really need. Right. Um, I think you get the best results with using both of them. And so uh, this is the panel we use for cool. everyone. So if someone came in and they do have like a lot of acne or acne scarring, is this uh, this light stem, professional acne, yeah. LED, that's what you would recommend for, sure. for them? And then how many treatments till they see a result? If someone's breaking out pretty bad, I mean, if they could come in like that first week every day just for the light, right? Mm-hmm. I would tell them to. But otherwise, I mean, that's not... It's hard for people. So, mm-hmm. you know, I try to get them during the facial at least to get a good 20 to 30 minutes of the light and it makes a difference. But mm-hmm. you can definitely speed things up if you use it more often. And the idea is that it's killing the bacteria underneath. Kills is the that bacteria, right? speeds up healing, and then boosts collagen, decreases fine lines and wrinkles. Mm-hmm. So almost everyone can really Everyone can use that. that. Yes, okay. for sure. Having cool. an at-home one is really important too. Oh, which mm-hmm. one do you recommend? I love the Desi, which is not in here. It's the mass. Okay. But it's expensive. I think the Desi is $1,900. Lightstem has a handheld one that you can use either for acne or for anti-aging. Mm-hmm. And yeah. it's from like 150 to 250 I think. Yeah. I think I saw some in yeah. your lobby. We're going to take some I've pictures on your yeah. Instagram. Yeah. They're okay. great. The yeah. handheld ones are great. It's just that you have to, you have to hold it three yeah. minutes per area. So if you're not a person that's going to put that time in, then yeah. forget it. Right. Yeah. Let's pause to introduce one of our new show partners, Acuity Scheduling. So we know that a lot of our listeners are self-made, you know, boss babes, just like Shani Darden. You might be an esthetician or a nail tech or a hairdresser, and you've got your own business. You don't have a receptionist yet, but you're in demand. What do you do? So we want to tell you about Acuity Scheduling. So it's a Squarespace company, and you really want to think about it like it's a 24-7 online assistant. So your clients can quickly view your real-time availability self-book their own appointments, reschedule with a click. Everything is at their fingertips, even paying. Yeah, they can even pay online. That's amazing. You don't even need a cash register. So there's no more phone tag, last minute cancellations or chasing down clients to get paid. So with the ability to manage multiple locations, employees, class bookings, private sessions, and even recurring subscriptions, Acuity lets you adapt to really any business model. Plus you get notified anytime an appointment is booked and it will automatically sync with your calendar. Amazing. Yes. I love my calendar. If, if it does happen in my calendar. It never happened. But from a client perspective, I can tell you as a self-employed mom of two, like I don't have time to be making calls. Usually it's 11 o'clock at night and I'm like, oh my God, I need my roots done. Yeah, You know, you don't want to get an answering machine at that time. So this way you just jump on your phone, you make the appointment. It's all very professional. And acuity scheduling, it really liberates you from the day-to-day drudgery of having to keep up with your clients and your busy schedule. So for a limited time only, You can get 45 days of Acuity scheduling absolutely free. There's no credit card required. All you have to do is jump on over to acuityscheduling.com slash breaking beauty. That's A-C-U-I-T-Y scheduling.com slash breaking beauty. We will link to it in our show notes and on our blog. Now back to today's episode. We've kind of talked about like what's trending, what's kind of bogus right now, in your opinion, in terms of stuff you've been reading about a lot on social media or in the media or that you know of other clinics in Beverly Hills or like- Or botches. We've been seeing a lot of botches lately online. Yeah. I think that 
we are doing a lot of too much. There's too many lasers. There's too, like, there's just too much. And I think people are overdoing it. And I think people are damaging their skin. So that's what I can say. I mean, I feel like we always, there's always a new laser out. I think that's really it. A lot of lasers. Mm -hmm. A lot of lasers. Mm -hmm. So, it, and what happens if you overdo lasers? You end up getting more pigmentation. Mm -hmm. Your skin starts to look like kind of rough and almost leathery. Just have to be careful. Even for people I know, one of my clients was doing so much and I got her to just stop. And even now she says it's because I stopped doing all that stuff. You can't overdo it. There's probably a, a temptation here too, where it's like you get so much sun, then you start to see the sunspots and then you're like, I got to fix this. Gotta laser and then you go back away. in the sun. Right. Yeah. And then it's just like a vicious cycle yeah. and you're like getting rid of the hyperpigmentation and then going yeah. back in the sun. Right. And, like, and also if you're going to go in the sun, if that's your life, then mm -hmm. don't get laser. Mm -hmm. Just don't mm -hmm. just it's, own it. Yeah, because it's going to come back. Mm -hmm. You can get a laser treatment to get rid of everything. And as soon as you get, like if you go to Hawaii and it's really hot, it's coming mm -hmm. back. That's you know, right. They, yeah. So it's like you've got to be a little bit more gentle. And for anyone who hasn't gotten a laser, um, I mean, and I don't know, or maybe it's a different treatment, but what's the one where it's like people literally have, almost, it almost looks like scabs on their face. Like the pigmentation has really come That's out in it. That's kind of what is a that? lot of them. There's like okay. cool laser, Fraxel. I mean, a lot of them do that where you have like coffee grains all over your face, it looks like. Yeah. And then it falls off. So people should expect that. That's okay. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. You want that. Okay. If you did a laser for brown spots and that didn't happen, mm -hmm. it's not, they're not, yeah. nothing's happening. So the process is it's going to, it's going to bring it out. Yep. It's going to fall off. Yep. And then you're going to have that fresh baby skin yeah. on your yep. You do have to really be careful of who yeah. you see for that. You just said you have to be really careful who you're going to. And like, Beyond. because laser, lasers can get overheated. Yeah. I saw, I wish, I wonder what he looks like now. When I worked at the doctor's office, not Dr. B, another doctor, this man came in and he had gotten a laser treatment. He actually got it like it was a discount. I'm yeah. not going to say from where. Right. And he had come in and he was, they lasered, I don't remember if it, I don't think it was for hair removal and it ended up, he ended up having stripes like, like zebras, the, zebra oh my stripes God. and it wow. didn't go away what? It what? Didn't, because that's how they had burned his face. Yeah. And I remember the doctor getting me and he was like, can you sit down and help him? I was like, don't go to a discount. Like that's, I felt so bad for him because yeah. you just have to pray and hope your color comes back because mm -hmm. yeah. there's not a lot you can do for that. Yeah. Like over time it gets better, but will yeah. it go away? Cause it's like your skin yeah. has a memory for all of that stuff. And it's like, it is just damage. Yeah. It's like, it's and they are heat and light yeah. at the end of the day going on your skin. And so they can be too hot. Yeah, right? for sure. Yeah. yeah. And what about for women of color? Like have lasers sort of evolved or? You have to be really careful. That's another, I mean, most doctors aren't going to want to do it. You just, it's risky. Mm -hmm. um, and also like it can just backfire and mm -hmm. all of a sudden you get pigmentation you didn't have before. So you have to be careful. How do you, like for a listener, what might be your advice in terms of how to find someone? Just don't think it's something you should just jump into. And you definitely, you know, I would see a nurse or a doctor. Like, mm -hmm. I would personally see a doctor, but mm -hmm. 
you yeah. know, so you have to really, there's some great people out here, but I, I, you want to be careful. So, it's your face. Yeah, exactly. And <laughs> yeah. there's always like, obviously a red carpet rolled out in Hollywood, no matter what time of year, but we have like the Golden Globes are coming up in January, SAG Awards, Oscars, like what type of treatments are you consistently doing to get skin looking good for those events and on camera? And What's the newest thing that you personally like are obsessed with? Light chemical peels. I always do before someone has an event day of or day before microcurrent light. Usually it depends. Like if I'm seeing someone for a whole facial, that's one thing. But if not, I'm going to at least make sure that they get the peel and some microcurrent and a little light. What does the microcurrent do again? It's like exercise for your muscles. So it's low level electric current that is exercising your muscles. So if you, if we were using that all the time, we wouldn't sag. The original face gym. Yes. (laughs) Yes. And you want to start early and you want to also, if you're doing it in facials, you want to have an at home device that you're using in between. If somebody was looking for that in like their city, what would they look up at a spa if they want to get that micro? Oh, like at a salon. Yeah. Or spa. Um, At home. I love the new face pro. which is the professional version of the at-home that they sell. And like how far out would you be doing like the chemical, like the light peel, the microcurrent? Like is it like day of or? I know all the clients that I see. So I would, I can do them the day of Mm -hmm. and we, I know what's going to happen or day before. But if it was someone new, I would do a week the first, just to make sure. Yeah. Go a week before. Yeah. yeah, yeah. You want to make sure you never know. I mean, yeah. You can have a reaction to anything. Do you have any behind the scenes moments where somebody was having like a bit of a adverse reaction on your table? What did you do? When I started at the Durham's office, this was when I had first started. I did someone, I had asked her everything too. I had asked her what she had used on her skin before. Had she used her topical prescription before that I was about to do the peel? And she said no. And I did the peel on her and her whole skin turned white. It was more like her neck. Hmm. And I knew she, it's called frosting. It was basically burning oh. her skin. And I was looking like, oh my God. So I started to neutralize and I was like, and I could tell it must have hurt too. And I was like, is there anything else you could have done to your skin like that you could tell me about? And she was like, oh, I used a Brillo pad on my what? skin before. So she had been breaking out and freaked out and didn't know what to do. So she used a Brillo pad the day before. Oh. So the peel, and thank God she admitted it because I was like, you know, I was new there. Yeah. But because of that, that was probably my biggest like. Yeah. That's why like, I'm not afraid of anything anymore. Yeah. Really. Yeah. Like <laughs> After that moment, because I, I died. I was like, um, you need to tell people if you... Also, yeah, don't use a yeah. Brillo pad on your skin, yeah. but it's that scary was my the scary. People will go to to fix, <laughs> well, she, try to fix their own. She problems. had perfect skin, and so she had oh, she had previously had perfect skin, mm-hmm. and she was having like some sort of hormonal breakout, and she just tripped out and thought mm-hmm. maybe if I scratch it off with a Brillo pad, it'll be okay. Wow, wow. frosting. That's yeah. called frosting. Yeah. Wow. And the skin will turn white. You can see it immediately. Wow. Your the person's actually burning. My goodness. Like they're like, oh my God. But that was probably my biggest, I'll always remember that. And then, so you were able to neutralize it and then it came back. Neutralize it. But then, you know, she had to go through like it not feeling good for days and then also peeling. Wow. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Oh my gosh. What's a great like soothing remedy that you have for people who, you know, maybe not that extreme, but 
aloe, are looking for. I love aloe. Yeah. I use a lot aloe on everything. I think it's really calming. It's hydrating. Mm-hmm. So that helps a lot with rashes if you don't. I mean, sometimes you need cortisone, but. Right. Yeah. Do you just break it right off a plant or do you have I have to? one that I use, but if you have the plant for yeah, sure. My mom used to always do that. You can get a lot of good ones from um, Whole Foods or Air One. Hey, hey, can we take a beauty history break for a second? Let's do it. We have partnered with Almay and they are a trusted makeup must for sensitive skin types like us, Carlene. Okay, so let's rewind back to 1930 when Almay launched as one of the first hypoallergenic fragrance-free cosmetic brands. Not many people know this, but the story of Almay is actually a love story. A chemist by the name of Alfred Wotitz created the line for his wife, Fanny May, who had a complexion so delicate she couldn't use any of the potions and pigments available at the time. Oh, I get it. Almay is their names put together. Yes. So it's Al from Alfred and May from Fanny May. So that's very cute. And we know that even to this day, all of Almay's products are rigorously tested by dermatologists to make sure all skin types can use it. We're all about breakthrough products here on our podcast. And one of the most iconic products has to be the Almay Smart Shade Skin Tone Matching Foundation. Mm -hmm. It was really a revelation at the time. So it instantly transforms from white when you take it out of the tube. And then when you blend it on the skin, it seamlessly and magically blends into your perfect shade. It's really amazing. Yeah. So it's like a self-adjusting foundation. Exactly. Amazing. The mascara is the go-to for me. I've recommended it to so many people who ask me which mascara is great for sensitive eyes or people with contacts. This one is ophthalmologist tested and it doesn't smudge. It's easy to wash off. It's great for people who don't like a fuss, you know? The Lip Vibes lipsticks. You've talked about those before. Mm-hmm. What was your favorite shade? So I love the matte orangey red called Smile. It's so bright and beautiful. If you guys want to try any of the things we just mentioned, we have a deal for Breaking Beauty listeners based in Canada. Right now, if you go to the nearest Walmart or walmart.ca, you can pick up any two lip products or any two eye products for just $14. Whoa, that's a steal. Mm -hmm. Happy shopping. And now back to today's episode. We want to ask you about just some at-home routines as well, because we have a lot of listeners who are women of color and they're just like, they have such specific concerns and they're like we said, like all of these lasers and whatnot that you can use at home, they're not always safe to be using. So in terms of like finding a routine or finding a device that would work well for women of color, do you have any recommendations? Women of color tend to get dark spots Mm -hmm. and, and they last for a long time. I think using a good retinol product can help a lot. There's also bleaching creams if you have to go that route that you can use, you can get from a doctor, which is usually like a tretinoin and hydroquinone mix that I love that you can use to spot treat the mm-hmm. area. I, I use that for that helps a lot. Mm-hmm. But there's so many new ones out that you can try with kojic acid. Dr. Dennis Gross has one. I know a lot of people like the one he has. I can't remember the name. But mm-hmm. there are a lot of products you can use without doing laser. It just takes time. And also the fact that a lot of people don't use sunscreen and then you get to that point where now Mm -hmm. you have dark spots and you're wondering why and it's everybody has to use sunscreen. Right. Yeah. Right. What's your favorite one? My favorite one is I love Super Goop. Mm -hmm. That's my favorite line of sunscreens and they have a sunscreen for everyone. Yeah. Yeah. That's the one that's literally called for everyone. No, it's everyday sunscreen. Everyday is my favorite, but they have a bunch of, they have an oil-free one that's 
unseen. They just have so many. Yeah. What do you try to avoid or what do you look for in good skincare? I just have so many products that I already love. Like I use a lot of is clinical and they're just like, it's all serum based. So they're all, um, they have a high concentrate of active ingredients. So I don't really switch a lot, to be honest. Yeah. Like I've sort of found them. I will try things, but typically I feel like I've, I've got, like I'll try if everyone's freaking out about a new product, I'll try it. Have you heard of this purging idea that you know, after you try a new product, your skin kind of purges. Yeah. So it happens more often with um, prescription. Okay. So like a prescription retinol, you're going to break out for a while. Um, mm-hmm. But I do think there's, you know, there's a period of time when you start using products where like, especially if you use all new products, mm-hmm. it's probably not going to go well. But using a retinol, you should give it a, a little bit of time before you say, oh, this isn't working. Because yeah. it, it can cause some breakouts. Yeah. Okay. So like Good purging, too. the whole notion of purging, it's okay for your skin to do that. Yes. But yeah. I would say it's typically for something that's much stronger. Got it. A mm-hmm. prescription retinol, you are going to get worse before you get better typically. Yeah. Let it go through its yeah. process, mm-hmm. right? And what about layering products? What's your favorite way to apply skincare? Like What's your morning routine? Thinnest to thickest. I'm really simple. In the morning, I just cleanse. I use a vitamin C serum and sunscreen. Yeah. And then at night, I cleanse. I typically just use retinol. Mm -hmm. Um, Eye cream. I exfoliate once a week. Mm -hmm. Um, And a moisturizer. I have to ask you something about retinol eye creams. Mm -hmm. Because this is like, a. I feel like this is a trend right now. Again, Going back to instincts, normally I wouldn't put retinol that close to my eye. I mean, I know crow's feet and stuff. What's your take? I use retinol so far (laughs) up around my eye. But I use my own. Yeah. Um, But yeah, I'm all for a a retinol eye cream. Yeah. For sure. And when you use your retinol, your famous product is Retinol Reform, Mm -hmm. right? So that's a serum. Mm -hmm. What do you do... After that, do you put a moisturizer on top if of you're that? Not, yeah. If you're oily, you don't need to. Right. But otherwise, yeah. So like when you go to bed, you just put that on. And yeah. When do you recommend people use glycolic versus retinol? By the way, these are all questions for my skin type. I, <laughs> <laughs> I would, if you're, so I always am, you want to use a retinol, but yeah. if you were using the glycolic for like breakouts, mm. I would probably alternate. So like, I noticed you have the Dr. Dennis peel out there. How do you use that? Do you use I those would, together ever? Well, I use them together, but I always tell people don't start using them together. Right. So you want to use them opposite nights. But oh, like if your it. skin can handle it mm-hmm. down the line, then you would do the peel pads and then the retinol. Mm-hmm. Okay. I know you try a lot. Let's hear maybe something you've tried recently that you thought was worth the hype for skincare. Well, there have been products that, that I've brought in. So like Environ, mm-hmm. they yeah. have their eye gel. I'm obsessed with that. That has retinol in it. Mm-hmm. They also have this body treatment, which is vitamin A, E, and C. And then you mix it with lactic acid. Mm-hmm. And it's so good. It's also really good for mm-hmm. keratosis pilaris. Oh, on the arms? Super obsessed with that. Yeah. Um, everything that I fall in love with, I usually just yeah. Bring it in. Yeah. So and so what's on your legs right now? Because that's you it. can't see because Shawnee's wearing it like jean shorts and a blazer. She looks really cute. But your legs are like that's, so glossy. That's what I have on. Oh. I'm not going to lie to you. I just, the way sent over, they just launched oh, their, their body. new body. And I threw on some of that too okay. to test it out. Yeah. But that's what I use every day is the oil. 
That's okay. been my new thing because it helps to even out your skin tone too. Mm-hmm. And it smooths away all those little bumps that people get. Yeah. So it's got lactic acid, you said, yep. but you my, can wear it out in the sun. Yeah. You good. wear, you have two different, it's two different oils and you mix them. Oh. It's easy because I'm really low maintenance. Yeah. Like when it comes, no. Not in life, but like yeah. <laughs> with skincare I am. Yeah. And if it was hard, I wouldn't even be able to do it. So yeah, yeah I love that. Okay. Right. As far as any other new ones. What about right. a lip? Do you do like a lip balm or something? My favorite is I'm obsessed with lip gloss. That's all I get. I'm yeah. always. You have, she's also, cause you can't see minimal, if any makeup. I mean, <laughs> yeah. maybe Good, brows, brows, brows in a bomb. The, bra- the brows aren't all mine. Um, Audrey Glass did those brows just mm-hmm. so you know, I had the micro bladed. They're looking and good. Gloss. I use a Chanel lip gloss and can't live without it. But other than that, I use super goop gloss with SPF. Mm. I don't want to get brown spots on my lips. Yeah. Smart. Smart. Okay. I know that you're a mom of two, right? Mm -hmm. What's your favorite like skin hack when you're a tired AF mom out there and you need to make your skin look good? I mean, a peel pad's always Mm -hmm. the best thing Mm -hmm. that if your skin's feeling dull, a nice chemical exfoliant, always bright. Yeah, for sure. Do you have a DIY facial recipe that you ever tried that you liked or that you have heard is trending? You know, when people like mash up avocado and I don't, I'm not, I don't do that. I've (laughs) actually never, I've been asked this a lot and I I don't have one. Yeah. I've never, I mean, I used to whip up masks when I was in like, when I was like eight, but I don't remember what I was putting in those masks, but I did force my friends to wear them all. Like that was my thing. Probably like egg something weird that I would put on them. But no, I don't have a, I mean, there's so many just good masks out there, even like mm-hmm. affordable ones. Yeah. yeah. I think that's pretty unusual that at eight you're making face masks, oh my God, I was by obsessed, the way. Obsessed. <laughs> like that's all I cared about. Really? Yeah, so you're yeah, like yeah. whipping them up and yeah. then you would put the- It's a weird thing because I always say when you find what you're supposed to do, it just makes sense. And I, I didn't know when I came here that this is what I was supposed to do. But looking back or like talking to my friends from home, they're like, dude, like that's all you did was harass us. Thanks for tuning in. Visit BreakingBeautyPodcast.com for details on all the damn good products we talked about in today's episode. And be sure to sign up for our newsletter. That way you'll get every episode delivered right to your inbox. You won't miss a single thing. Or subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, Google Play, wherever you get your podcast fix. And please show us some love by rating us or reviewing us in iTunes. See you next time. Like a cherry bomb, like a cherry bomb.